five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Ready, Set, Pwn podcast, your premier podcast for everything to do with the Corona Defiant and the Vancouver Titans. I'm Chris at Late Voice, virtually coming to you one week after the last, uh, joined by Omni at Omni Strife. Not here is Sam at another Sam Chan. And yes, this is out of the ordinary. This is a bonus episode. This is not episode 99. It's bonus. So, so it's like, very clear. Do we get bonus pay for this? Yeah. Yes, okay. bonus pay. I'm giving you time and a half. Nice. Time and a half. I, I can't afford double time. You know how it is. Time so and a half. Let me, let me calculate that really quick. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. It's a lot of money. I know. I mean, yeah. She, you know, yeah. don't be going and, you know, telling the wife because, you know, <laughs> she, she might want to spend all that extra yeah, cash. I just, I'm I sure. Just gave you. No. no, no cash right now because we, I finally was able to secure that uh, 3080 uh, RDX. So, I know. I saw you shared that in uh, in RSP cord, and I asked if your computer one could handle it, and two if it couldn't, you could just <laughs> give it to me. No, I didn't. I mentioned like uh, I, I upgraded my uh, power supply, so we're just waiting on it to arrive. It should be here next week. What did you uh, go from to? Uh, what the graphics card? No power supply. I went from six because I don't really care what po- what graphics card you had previously. Because yeah, you have yeah, the bay. So, I went up to 750 because okay. yeah, that, that's what it needs. What were you at? Like 600? 600? Yeah. 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 Like here I'm talking like I actually know, but having, you know, built my, <laughs> my PC recently. Be, the number became bigger. Well, the funny thing is, is I think every time I've ever upgraded a uh, power supply, it's because of a GPU. Yeah. That's normally what would happen, I guess. So. Yeah. Never, never actually plan for the upgraded GPU. I just plan for what I need in the moment. Yeah. But uh, speaking of planning for what you need in a moment, uh, we're coming to you with this bonus show, not to talk about the fact that Omni is broke, needs a raise because you went and just dropped some serious money on a graphics card that you could you could probably sell and buy two of if you no, were to I'm wait not long enough. Do that? No. Um, you could sell it and maybe buy one and a half, you know, PlayStation fives or. I don't Whatever. condone um, any form of scalping. So. Mm. Unlike, unlike Sam. Unlike, That's why uh, not Sam's oh, right here. I didn't want to like mention any names, but just went ahead and did that. Yeah, Sam's out there busy working <laughs> eBay right now and the, the Amazon resale market to, to you know buy and sell. No. In fact, Sam would be the guy in World of Warcraft that just runs like Trade Skill Master just yeah. to master the auction house. It's like this snicker game is not enough. You gotta mm-hmm. expand, right? Exactly. Well, he's you know he's every always looking for the newest and next opportunity. But uh, no, we're here to talk a little bit about some news in the world of the Vancouver Titans, them specifically. As I think we've talked about in subsequent or previous, sorry, previous not subsequent previous episodes, if there was ever news that we felt we could not sit on for a week, we would record a bonus show, and this is that. So we're going to talk a little bit about what that news is, and uh, you know what? Let's just start moving the payload. Moving the payload! Join me! So that big news, the Vancouver Titans have announced they have signed three new players to the roster. The first of which you might know as FRD, 
based on how he is known in the Overwatch League itself. Uh, Fried Wiener, as uh, he's been known prior to going pro, uh, or at least pro at the top level, uh, they signed Fire as well as Lynxer. So two from the rain and uh, one from down south in the, uh, what is it, the Cowboy State? The Lone Star State? Texas. Yeehaw. Yeah. But, uh, you know, or, big or news Finland. for us. Really? Well, yeah, well, that's to say, big news for us <laughs> is Linkser's dad follows the podcast now on Twitter. He nice. follows the already set home. I mean, I, I, cool. I just I said hi to him on his uh, stream, too. Oh, cool. um, oh, to Linkser, not Linkser's dad? Yeah, I actually used our budget um, and, and mm. uh, used the TTS. So Yeah, well, <laughs> RSP's broke. Please uh, support us on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. um, but those three players were shared today. Not including one that we had suggested might be coming out to Vancouver. We'll talk about that momentarily. Let's talk about the three that uh, are coming. So first and foremost, uh, the Vancouver Titans teased this uh, for us last night, yesterday, uh, and then today for you listening to the podcast. Two days ago was the tease. A day ago or later was uh, was the announce. And the the graphic that they used to start was we waited until after Plat Chat aired for this moment. I will applaud the Vancouver Titans for embracing the whole Plat Chat aired release. Uh, it seems there are a lot of teams doing that. But I'd like to point out they've been doing that to us for as long as this podcast has been around. In fact, I swear the Toronto Defiant has started getting in the game to the point that Wednesday is podcast lore. We have graphics specifically for this. So just saying, we're not getting the love like Plat Chat is. So I see how it is. I see how it is, Vancouver Titans social media coordinator. We don't get the big bucks uh, budget they do. So I guess. No. Well, we don't we don't have the huge sponsor, you know. Like, no. was it? T, I think it's what T-Mobile is their sponsor. Yeah, like, T-Mobile bugs like and a third of the episode just talking about how great five G is from T-Mobile. So yeah. it's a good podcast, other than that. <laughs> and and in fairness, uh, they I'll you know give a shout out to to Halo Thoughts Halo. Uh, Aaron got uh, teased as part of the Titans tease. It's like, oh, tune in tomorrow to see if Halo's right. right. And yeah, Halo's right. You know, FRD or Fried Winner, Fire and Linkser. They are now your newest Vancouver Titans. So, uh, got some thoughts here on me? Well, I got plenty of thoughts. Like, just looking at um, the players we were able to sign, like, from what I got, because we never really got to see a lot of, uh, of, of FRD or Fried or uh, Fire, because they always seem to kind of like didn't, uh, they weren't part of the meta or what the, the Atlanta Rain were, were playing at the time, because, well, you have Massa. And you have um, who? Who is it? Um, Hawk on um, Atlanta at the time, who were kind of their standouts at those positions. So, but most of the um, phrasing that I saw from people in the community and players who like fans that followed uh, both players and and fans of the Atlanta Rain, they were always playing well, and, and the reception was quite good. Um, Lingzer, everybody knows about Lingzer, probably the most you know. Uh, well-known name that we were able to sign. My only concern with Lingzer, and I do think that he's still a very competitive hit scan player that we uh, are happy to to embrace into a roster of the Titans, is um, that his hero pool is kind of familiar to to Dalton. Uh, while he, you know 
hero pools for for uh hero for Overwatch League players are kind of in a weird spot right now because of hero pools, and we get a lot of weird compositions of double hit scan or 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 there's no not really a, a great distinction anymore between hit scan and and flex because everybody's kind of playing everything. But again, uh, we do see some sort of 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 an overlap. So like goes back to what we're talking about with with agility that we still in a way lack that particular player who can really flex hard. But yeah, I'm happy with those signings. Uh, that's what I have to say about like particular signings. I have quite a lot more to say about the entire notion of what, or what people are saying, but we'll, we'll get there. What do you think? Well, I'm, I, let me, let me start on, on the DPS side. I feel that the addition of Linkser is a good way of, of approaching the loss of shockwave. Mm. Like, I don't know if we're going to see Linkser have the carry ability that shockwave did, but I feel the Vancouver Titans are getting in Linkser uh, a player that is going to be able to pop off when need be and hopefully alleviate some strain off of Dalton and right. or another DPS player that may or may not uh, arrive in, in Vancouver. But then there's also part of me that looks at that comp, not so much the complementary, um, but uh, the similar hero pools between Dalton and, and Linkser has been very similar to what we saw at a shockwave and Dalton. And there were times where the Vancouver Titans got somewhat punished uh, by the meta when they needed to have one of those mm -hmm. uh, to flex. Right. Now we don't know what the meta will be going into in the next season in 2021. It's possible that it'll be in, you know, overwatch two for all we know. But the point is, is that we are seeing a Vancouver Titans roster, at least on the DPS side, structured in a similar fashion. Looking at fire as a complimentary support to, to, to roll. I, I think fire's accomplished. I feel more so than car car, but are we seeing an up a significant upgrade there in, in, in the support line? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I have some doubts there. And then when I look up front on, on your tank line, where you've got, uh, um, you know, fried and, and shredlock, there's potential. Like, you know, Shredlock, we always ask this question, was Shred the issue or was it support being the issue? Like, where, where was yeah. the, the blame to be assigned? With Hard to say. Like, some games it's that way and another game it's another way. Right. And so if this roster sort of does gel and perform, I feel that we're going to maybe get a, a better, you know, tank line performance. But I don't know if, if we're going to see... Like KSA, I mean, we had presumed he would be back. He's not. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. is, you know, fry an upgrade to that. Some yeah, might suggest know. he is, but I don't I don't think that's the case. Some not, would suggest he isn't, right. It's, yeah. it's pretty close. Right. So I'm I'm sort of at this position where I see what Vancouver is is likely looking to do, um, which is nothing like we had thought they would in wrapping a Canadian flag around themselves and going, oh, Canada. But I also feel they are bringing in different personalities that from a, a, a pure marketing perspective are players that they can work with and help sort of rebuild 
right. <laughs> their their position within this market. And you know, we've talked about this on previous episodes. We've talked about it, you know, as recently as today and Ready Set Pwn Discord. I think the approach that fans need to take, whether you're a new fan, um, following maybe one of the three players that we're signing today, uh, whether you're an existing fan who is stuck around forever or someone who's come in between. The Vancouver Titans are hitting a reset button once again. It's a different reset than they hit last season where they completely sort of cleaned roster house. Yeah. But they're now starting new. So think of this as an expansion team with an expansion roster and them looking to establish themselves and having a brand. This is now building upon a long-term plan. It is not about winning. And as much as they'll probably say it is, yeah. I can't see how that's the case. Because if it was like winning, why don't you go and sign, you know, San Francisco Cisco Shock Team B, who we'll talk about next week, yeah. um, arguably could field two separate teams top tier in Overwatch League right now. Yeah, and, and that kind of a great segue to what I had in mind of talking a little bit about here. And uh, and these are the expectations of what people might be saying or whether they are fans of the Titans or they're not, or if it's just a matter of trolling or not. Like we weren't, when, when you look at the positions where we're trying to fill, um, we talked about Car Car leaving and now signing Fire. We weren't about to sign uh, uh, Moth, right? And it's not just a question of budgets. I don't think it's a problem with budget, but I, I, I do think that people need to curb their expectations a little bit with who Vancouver can or will sign with the remaining slots they have because can Vancouver sign players? Sure. I mean, it's one of 20 OWL franchises, literally the peak of for, for thousands of aspiring young talents like uh, in tiers two and three who just dream of making it. And obviously we can still uh, fill out our roster, but can Vancouver sign any player? Like I said, Moth. Nero, they can't right now. And if you, you know, haven't seen Super's rant, I think it was today, or go see it and you'll see why. Like he's he kind of provided reasons of why San Francisco shock, and we'll talk about a little bit more next week, why they're not actually the the team that spends the most money for players. So can these guys on Vancouver play? Sure. Uh can they compete and and win some games? Of course. In the like right right meta, in the best best case of scenarios these guys can flourish and become you know the up- upcoming seasons la valiant for example nobody expected anything out mm-hmm. of finishing at a, like a last bottom bottom three bottom two that was like the 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 expectations for these uh players but can they compete for a championship obviously not and that's kind of like the point you made and that's my point too it's not exactly a championship or bus situation it, it is a reset but I think the main goal of this reset is really to, or it should be at least in my opinion, to fix the kind of the reputation of the team and make it again, a desirable destination for players to, to play for players who get like multiple offers from multiple teams. And if you think that players don't follow what's been going on, I can assure you they are, we all know that they probably are more privy to like a bunch of details that we don't know about. And we mm-hmm. have, they have their own echo cham- chamber and they uh, share these uh, experiences they've, they've had in teams. So this, I think, is a probably the most important season for the Titans. And while the amount of wins they're going to ultimately get or not is not as important at this point, I think uh, the way these players that they sign right now, the way they are treated, managed, and supported will matter doubly so than, than the amount of wins they accumulated. Yeah. So, so yeah, as far as I'm concerned... It's a goddamn golden opportunity. We got to sign such a well-known and well-respected uh, by all veterans and fans uh, player in Linkser. And 
I saw his stream today. He seemed to be quite excited to play for the team and move to Vancouver and compete with his new buddies. He genuinely seemed happy uh, mm -hmm. to go and play for the Titans. He was really talking about the city. Uh, did he get many other offers? Maybe. Maybe not. Probably not. Is he an MVP class player right now? No, but for the Titans, he should be. Yeah. If they wish to rehabilitate their image with you know the players, the community, and the entire league, they should make sure to treat him and the rest of the squad like they are. I rant because I care. You don't get to screw this up twice. Mm -hmm. You just don't. These players are eager to play. They're all like English speaking. So you cannot like use these other excuses. And, and obviously COVID is still a thing, but you know, they seem to be thrilled for the opportunity. Just be better. Everything you do as an organization or don't do shows. Oh my God, how much it shows. And people are watching and that's all I really have to say. I, I, we, I really hope for this squad that they get to like um, make a better season out of it uh, next year. Yeah, and and that's it. This is this is the show me season. We've talked about yeah. it, and we're not the only ones who have. I know there are many who said, "Well, they they are not showing me enough." If you want them to be a championship caliber team, this isn't it. And I'm not trying to disrespect players when I say that. This is about a, a longer term vision and ultimately take a look at what they've done in the first two seasons and the struggles they've had. This season is all about learning from that and now focusing on what needs to be done, laying that foundation. I like the, the example of using sort of the Valiant. I mean, going into last year, the LA Valiant released a mm -hmm. SpongeBob SquarePants roster announcement video. They had to come out and organizationally say we're working within the confines of a budget as not being a bad thing, but it came across as like, if you're telling me you're working in a budget, you're trying to cushion the blow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Vancouver Titans are in a similar position. We, we don't know. Um, but there are so many hot takes out there like, Oh, the Titans just, they're too broke. They're, 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 they're not wanting to spend money. Man, this, this organization spent a lot of money. Like, yeah. I mean, we don't have specific figures, but based on what we have heard ourselves, this team paid a ton of cash to acquire that first roster. Right. Now, did all that money go to the players? No, the Titans said to acquire those rights, and that's where a lot of that money went. Now, did the players get what they were worth? Some might argue they didn't, especially after the first season, and maybe that contributed to some of the strain. And then, yes, they might have gone maybe closer to budget, after that, that first reset was pushed. But again, why would you go and in a pandemic where you have zero revenue, having to go and restart, spend a lot of money. You, you try to get through to the end of the season. That's what they have done. They've determined they got three players from that first group they wanted to keep around. They've added three more and they still need to add at least one more, a seventh. We said that would be agilities. It won't be. It's not Agilities. Agilities is not coming to Vancouver, at least to start. Obviously, trades can happen, but Agilities has received an offer from an entirely different team. And that team is providing him the opportunity to play, which would lead me to believe not a, a bench player, but two, uh, likely to be a contender or at least viewed by some as a contender. Now, I don't know what Vancouver might have offered if it was a, a chance to play. I kind of think he would. Like, I think Agilis, especially if you look mm -hmm. at like whether it be Linkser or Dalton, I see that being a good mix. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I don't see that being the issue. The contender part might have been the problem. And all that we know is that there were offers and that he chose to go a direction that did not include the bank for Titans. Um, good on him. I mean, at the end of the day, good on Agilities. Where do I think he's not going? I don't actually think it's the Valiant. I mean, he very well could be going to Valiant. I don't know anymore, unfortunately. The the source, who I still explicitly trust, um, wasn't entirely sure either. But having spoken to a number of people, Houston seems like a good destination for Agilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, you consider Nero is going to, well, he's in, not going to, he's with San Francisco. And there is thought that Houston lost out on Nero. So who else might be able to fit that mold? You know, there's lots of players out there, but you know, you could argue that Houston is sort of a potential contender. Um, eh. with ability to start. Well, I know, but you know what I mean? Like this is the yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Like what a player might feel as a contender differs than what we as fans might view as a contender. Well, yeah, of course. But I think we can we could probably safely argue Vancouver is only as much of a contender as any team is on any given day. They're not a contender. Yeah. But yes, um, we were wrong. We've been memeing ourselves all day today about it. Um, we'll probably continue memeing ourselves. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jilly's is not coming to, to Vancouver. Wah, wah. Yeah, you know, you win some, you lose some. I, on that note, Halo actually tweeted out today, threw some shade towards Broy. He's like 50 some odd for 60 some odd. Like his rec, he actually tweeted his record of, yeah. of what he's gotten right uh, as to what he's actually suggested. If you take his ne- metrics, we've actually not done too badly ourselves. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed that Agilities isn't coming to Vancouver. I think it would have been a phenomenal addition. Right. I think you have um, one. It's it's the Canadian component that I really appreciated. I like the ability of of having him potentially um, create this content within the uh, the region within the the, the area that allows the community to grow. Um, but then I start to look at sort of like a player like Linkser. Like, you're right, his stream, he genuinely seems excited to be coming to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, his dad follows us on on Twitter. We've already talked to him. Like, that's good. It, it, there, There's something that needs to be said about the players themselves wanting to be here and already looking to engage with the community. And then when you have their family doing that, you know, to, if, if you don't follow the Boston Uprising, um, Punk's dad actually engages not only with the community, he's a member of the weekly uprising discord, the Boston uprising discord. He actually, you know, gets into the conversation. That's cool. Cause that, that helps, you know, really add that sort of stickiness and that glue. It helps build right. a, a team culture, you know, say what you think about the Boston uprising. They've built a strong community around their team. That's what the Titans are trying to do this season. Yeah. So yeah, we got it wrong. No agilities. My bad. I feel all this shame on me. I, you know what? I'm going to cut my own pay. All right. I'm going to have that, please. Yeah, I will give you my pay <laughs> for getting this one wrong. Yeah, we actually uh, used that money to greet uh, Lingzar on his stream. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with the TTS. Yeah. Uh, how did it? Resp- how did it pronounce poem? 
pretty well, actually. Yeah, Better than we do most of the time. <laughs> Based on reviews, that's we yeah. should probably have uh, TTS uh, do our intro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the news uh, of uh, the week as it pertains to the Vancouver Titans. With our luck, the Toronto Defiant will actually share uh, an edition Wednesday. Um, they are sitting themselves uh, at six players. So mm-hmm. the likelihood is actually are they seven maybe. Uh, let me check. That I was about to say, I think they have. Yeah, they are. They are seven. seven. So they're staying at seven, but there's sort of a question mark on the DPS side. I, you know, they have Hisu and Logics both that would you know fall in the hit scan. So yeah. I think Toronto's probably going to add one. We know Vancouver will. I mean, Vancouver needs to have a seventh within a month. Right. I could see the Titans possibly going with an eight roster but that that seven is the key like there needs to be one yeah. more player added. they never had uh big rosters to begin with uh well the biggest was their first season but then yeah. you know a number of players never saw the light of day like stitch barely got off the bench rappel came in during garbage time uh hooray garbage hooray. time and then they had a they had a tizzy so bumper then forget that um was it his EMP on, on um, Junkenstein? That was pretty epic. Mm-hmm. Yes, the the translocate EMP. The problem is you should EMP first before you translocate. The problem hey. is you got to have some play time. <laughs> uh, but no, that, that's, that first season, the Titans had a big roster. Um, and then you would think they would have had a big roster last year with all the expected travel. They did not it actually shrunk a little bit and then it really shrunk with the pandemic. But in that regard, I don't I'll question how it. it goes. By the way, he did uh, confirm on stream that he is moving to Vancouver. So that's pretty interesting. Any idea where links are like, is he in the States right now? He's in Texas, I think. Yeah. So, okay. Then like, I don't know the logistics of getting him up to, to Vancouver I and mean, with the pandemic right now, international travel is extremely restricted and it's yeah. not as if, he, well, he's in the States. He can come from the U.S. because he can travel. No, you need – I don't think he's a U.S. citizen. That's what would get him the in. Uh, there is still time between now and the start of the next season, next season being in spring. But he was pretty, like, uh, forward. I think he said – even mentioned an apartment, so we'll see. And, that, you know, that's the other thing. It'll be interesting to see how they approach the Titans, at least a, the team concept. Um, if people don't know, um, the 40th center – has shut down. So the 40th center was where Adamus Esports was based. So the Vancouver Titans were using the 40th center as their um, sort of, I don't know, lodging facility. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. It's not Adam. Like people say, oh, it's Adamus. It's Adamus. No, Adamus was, think of Adamus as like the, the third party service provider with the people who operated out of the space in the 40th center. The Titans simply used the 40th center for more than just this room where they could go and practice and scrim in and the gym where the, you know, the fitness coach and the, the kitchen where the nutritionist worked with the team. Um, the, the lodging part's gone. So how will they approach that next season? if it's individual apartments, we thought prior to that announcement that it's possible that they would go and get like apartment or condos. Cause if there's one thing we do know, the Aquilini family are developers. So they probably have access to this type of space yeah. um, where I can't imagine you'll see a team house with the concept that people are accustomed to why it would cost too much in Vancouver. Yep. Unless the team house is in like Chilliwack. <laughs> Put him in Squamish or Chilliwack. 
Well, yeah, and that's no disrespect to Squamish or Chilliwack, but no, they'll be closer to the Sasquatch, right? That's true. That's that would be the positive, but significantly farther away from. Yeah, it's from the same of expecting the like, Vancouver. compare it like, uh, oh, NYXL should have a house in in uh, New York City or something like that, or in Manhattan. Yeah, in Manhattan, Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's just it's expensive, so we will see. I mean, there's time to time to uh to see all that develop but any uh any final words of wisdom before we uh we shut down this uh this bonus show we never truly appreciate it when we don't have a headache I had a major one today and okay i appreciate it more when we don't <laughs> I was, i'm like hey man this is deep what what overwatch connection is this here no it's just your yeah, your 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 actual real life stuff, which we forget about. Yeah. Uh, final words of wisdom from me: uh, I am falling in love with World of Warcraft. Don't be surprised if wow. uh, Ready Set Pwn turns into the premier source for everything to do with the World of Warcraft. We might just pivot the entire podcast. Maybe I, I will be able to finally play it then when I get my uh, thirty eighty RTX. So. Well, uh, roll a roll an alliance character on Tychondrius, and then you you and I can can run together. That's I the, understood some of those words. That's the server my uh, my brother is on and convinced oh. me to to create a character for. So, it, it's uh, you know words of wisdom. A lot has changed, but despite all that change, there is still some familiarity. Oh, yeah. So we'll be back with a main show, full show, with more than just the payload. We'll have the fray. We'll have all sorts of news about the Overwatch League, Overwatch itself. We'll take a spin around anything else that might have happened in the world of the Toronto Defiant and the Vancouver Titans. Again, for episode 99, which is next week, that also means we are that much closer to episode 100. We need to do something. It is you, our listeners, who need to tell us what we should do. I have no ideas. <laughs> tapped out or clueless ah. <laughs> which shouldn't be a surprise because pretty much we're clueless each and every show but uh let us know what those ideas are by joining discord and that's discord.io slash ready set poem uh there's also an ability to go and get yourself a free copy of the uh, pc version of overwatch and some free overwatch league tokens if you happen to be an rsp cord the link is easily accessible there to do that but again there are it's only available as supplies last so on behalf of the Missing in Action, who wasn't ever going to show up today, Sam at another Sam Chan, uh, myself, Chris at Light Forest, and the ever so deep on the Adoni Strife. I was trying to think of something witty, but instead I just had a dramatic pause. Try, try better next time. I will. I will aim to do better in the next show. Um, what were those words again? Oh, yeah. Catchphrase. Thank you.